Sunday, January the 24th. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. So here we are, right at the end of Daniel Fast 2021. We've gone from surviving to thriving. It's been a great way to start this rather difficult year. And I've been encouraged by hearing from many of you how you've creatively fasted in different ways and the things that you've taken up to help you draw closer to God. We're going to hear now from a number of people who have fasted in different ways and who have experienced God as they've given something up and tuned in to his voice. Okay, good morning, everyone. Um, My name's Rich, and I've got the pleasure of talking to Steve Wilson this morning. And um, he's been doing something different this Daniel Fast. So, Steve, do you want to talk us through it? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, this year with the Daniel Fast, I decided to um, to create some music. In the past, I've tried to engage with the Daniel Fast by giving things up like food types and, and drink and stuff like that. And I've always found it difficult. And I thought there must be something I can do which is kind of more beneficial to me and to other people. So I decided to to write some music. And I and, and as we were using the Facebook group, I thought, well, if I state on there that I'm going to do a piece of music every single day, that will kind of hold me to account. So. I set about doing that. I had a little idea for a piece of music and looked at the Bible passage as well and, and started writing something. I didn't really know where it was going to go. And, and each day I wrote a little bit more. I typically did it the day before so it was ready for the next day. And, and I found as I was reading, specifically Psalm 77, it was kind of really fitting with what I was writing. And then obviously sometimes I looked at the passage specifically and thought, oh, what shall I do here? Um, and, and I just found that that particular piece of music just built as it as it went, and it turned out it kind of then fitted with what was what I was reading in Daniel as well. So it was kind of like, oh, this is maybe this is meant to be, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, posted it online, and hopefully it, it sort of uh, it blessed a few people as the as the days went on. Yeah, well, he certainly chose a good psalm because that one's written by ASAP, who was a drummer. So yeah, well yeah. done. <laughs> um, so how do you think the whole process linked you into God? Well, the fact that it was almost my quiet time became my creative creativity time, and um, you know, I was, I was reading and I was writing at the same time, and so that that kind of helped. Um, I mean, one of the things as a consequence of writing it, I, I was I found that it had blessed people who had listened to it, and that in turn encouraged me as well because people had um, listened to the music and had made comments about how it had actually spoken to them in that particular moment. Um, you know, one person in particular said that, especially that first piece I wrote where it starts off quite monotonous and then it kind of breaks through into something. It was indicative to them of how God breaks through in a, in a kind of situation of everything just being mundane and stuff like that. So, so that was, so God kind of spoke to me in the fact that I had somehow helped and encouraged someone who listened to the piece of music. And that wasn't really something I was expecting at the time. Um, you know, other yeah. people mentioned how it helped them in their, their, their kind of other daily activities that they're doing and help them find some peace. Um, so that in itself was brilliant. Um, 
I, yeah, I, I think the whole the whole response to your work has been amazing, and uh, you know, I, I think you should be really encouraged and proud of what you achieved. So, you know, well done, and you know, I hope you can continue this after the Daniel fast. Thanks. It's cool. Good. Thank you, Steve. Cheers. So I'm here again with Angela, one of our church family, and uh, she's been spending a lot of time through the Daniel fast, just really praying and listening to God. He's been giving her pictures and she's got another one to share with us right now. So, Angela, why don't you share what God's been saying? Thank you, Claire. God's so exciting to know. He just speaks to you in so many different ways. The other morning, when I got up, I usually go straight into my prayer time. But that morning I decided to read my old journal. Well, I started about three years ago, and as I read for about 20 pages, I realized I hadn't learned anything. I was still going round the mountain and falling in the same old hole, and I hadn't taken on board all that he had been talking to me about. So I thought, well, I need to get out for a walk and think about this and have a prayer time while I'm walking for a change. So I went down for a good old four-mile hike down Cordy's Lane, down to the river. It's great. It's just me and the Lord and nobody else around to deserve us. Anyway, on the way back, after having a good old rant and a prayer time and repent, <laughs> I, the Lord reminded me of a little memory from years ago. When I was a carer at a care home, there was these two old ladies called May and Frances, well, they were absolutely delicious. They were just gorgeous little old ladies. But they worried. They worried about everything. You name it, they worried about it. And one day, I walked into the into the lounge, and they were sitting there giggling. So I went and asked them, why are you two giggling? What are you giggling about? And they said, well, we've been sitting here trying to figure out why we're worrying. We don't know. We're fed, we're watered, we're clean, mm. we're warm. Everything's done for us. Why are we worrying? We don't know. <laughs> and the Lord really spoke to me through this memory. In other words, I didn't need to keep trying to do something when he's already done it mm. and answered it. And I just need to take on board what he'd done and said to me and live it. <laughs> and I just came home just on a on a hop and a jump <laughs> and a skip. And it was lovely <laughs> realising that I, I, I don't need to strive mm-hmm. to do something. He'd already done it. So good, Angela. I mean, honestly, the joy of those two ladies as they discovered they had nothing to worry about it just encourages me that we have great joy when we realize we're not in control. God is. And we have yes. joy when we discover actually we have all we need in him. And even though this season is hard, we don't need to worry. And joy comes from that knowledge. So what an encouraging reminder. And I love how that took any guilt off you or any stress or any like striving and pressure. And you can just be a free child of God. How wonderful is that? Yeah. Yes, right. Brilliant. Thank okay. you so much for sharing that story. I'm sure that will be an encouragement to, to so many of us through this time. Thank you. 
throughout this Daniel fast, we've been especially conscious of those who have been really poorly with COVID. We've been praying for Harriet Rush and her dad, Lee, and the whole family as they have faced what has been such a hard and challenging season with Lee being in hospital. Sarah caught up with Harriet the other day and heard her experience of the Daniel fast in such a dark valley. Let's hear from them now. Good morning, Harriet. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so we, um, we're just talking about how God has been working in Harriet's life this morning. Um, and about three weeks ago, something awful happened for Harriet. Um, her dad um, got COVID and he was rushed into hospital, wasn't he, Harriet? Yeah. Yeah, and he, um, he ended up in ITU and he's been there ever since, hasn't he? And he was yeah. really poorly for a long time. Um, on a ventilator. Uh, but this week, as we've been recording this, we're seeing much more signs of hope. And Harriet's dad is rallying round and he's sitting up on his own. And she's finally able to talk to him on the phone. Uh, so that's been, that's been really nice, hasn't it? Because there's been a really scary time for Harriet and her whole family. Um, so Harriet, we're, we're incredibly proud of the way that you've held it together these last few weeks. You've been caring for your mum, haven't you? You've been organising food and medication. And on top of that, you've really managed to stay really smiley and happy most of the time. Um, so you've done really, really well. I think you're an inspiration to me. Um, so I just wanted to ask you how you've managed to do that. Uh, so question number one, how have you coped, do you think, over the last few weeks? Um, people thinking about us and like praying for us the most because like it's been quite a hard time but knowing people like were thinking about us and like kind of cheering us on yeah that's good so you've really felt lots of people supporting you yeah excellent um and how have you felt god god at work in that um well at first, we didn't have, like, carers or anything, so we had to do it all. But then it was like God called us to get carers, and that's now, like, made it so it's a bit easier. And it's going to be easier when Dad comes home too. Yeah, so that's carers to help your mum, because that's what your dad used yeah. to do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think... um Harriet's been really, really good at listening to God through this time. Um, so about two weeks ago, she sent me a message saying, will you do this Bible plan with me? And it was all about how you hear from God in the darkness. Um, and that that's inspiring, I think, Harriet, to, to start looking for God when, when you're struggling like that. And I think that's really helped you, hasn't it, to work your way through? Yeah. So that's, that's really good. I'm glad it's all starting to look a little bit easier for you now. Um, yeah. What, what can we pray for moving forward? Obviously, we want your dad home, don't we, and better. But what else? What for you? Um, like, kind of, like, peace in it all. Because when dad gets home, it's not going to be as easy as it used to be. And, like, he's probably going to not be able to do as much as he used to be able to do. And it might end up with caring for him a little bit. So, like, kind of strengthen that as well yeah yeah okay yeah so so yeah as a church we'll pray for that for peace for harriet and for full restored health for her dad and and don't forget harriet we're still all here to help you we were not just here for the for the short bit while he was in itu but we can help once your dad gets home as well can't we so yeah thank you very much
before we move on to more testimonies, then let's pray together, shall we? Father God, together we have been praying for Lee and Harriet and their whole family. We pray today for them and for others who are so seriously ill with COVID at this time. We ask that all who are struggling in this way may experience your very presence and your healing power in their life again. We're on our knees, Lord, and asking for a change. Sweep through our nation with your power and your healing grace. We pray for nurses and doctors and hospital staff at this time. And we ask you are especially close to them as they face this season of absolute trauma and hardship. May they know your peace and your provision and your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to now hear from another couple of our church family who are going to share a little bit more about how they have fasted this year. But especially listening to, um, as Alice will uh, share in a moment, some of the words that God has given them that perhaps are important for all of us to hear as we move into this year. This Daniel Fast, I've given up TV time and general busyness. And I've taken up a more focused time of reading, listening, praying, and then journaling what I sense God say to me. And he's certainly been speaking and joining the dots on various different topics uh, this time round. Um, but what I want to share with you is about being buried to grow and being hidden. Now, I love to garden and frequently God speaks to me while I'm on my knees and while I was planting a whole load of different flower bulbs in the autumn, I sensed God say to me that what I was actually planting was hope. When after all, no one spends hours preparing and planting and then doubts that what they've planted will actually grow. They they plant in expectation, in faith, that there will be a beautiful harvest at the right time. And so my hopes and dreams have been planted in faith in God that he will answer in his way and in his time. After all, no one will pick a flower when it's only just emerging through the soil. They will wait until that flower has grown and is fully formed and has reached its full potential. But bulbs and seeds need to be buried to enable them to grow. The dirt is put on top and that creates a pressure on the seeds. But the seed has everything in it that it needs to grow and to thrive. And when life starts just to break through the outer protective casing, that little seedling starts to push through the heaviness of the soil. It's getting stronger and it's putting down roots that will sustain it through adverse weather conditions. But in those early days of germination, there's nothing to see because it's, it's all hidden. But that doesn't mean that there's nothing happening. And so with my life and yours, we pray, we dream, we hope, with faith in our Father to answer our prayers. And even when it feels that we're covered in dirt, feeling the pressure of trials and not seeing anything happening, we are growing, we are getting stronger. And God is working in our situation 
at the right time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. The song Seasons by Hillsong encapsulates this beautifully. And I'm also reminded of the scripture, do not despise the day of small beginnings. I was given a a picture of me travelling through a tunnel and it came to my mind again as I was walking the dog yesterday. And I felt God's challenging me to pivot my perspective on the tunnel and see it as a blessing and not a curse. The tunnel keeps us moving in a set direction and it prevents us from veering off track. And because we can't see what's going on on the outside of the tunnel, it keeps us protected, it keeps us from being distracted and it stops the doubts from settling in. If we knew everything that was up ahead of us, we'd look through our physical eyes at the external factors and believe lies that we are not cut out for whatever God's got for us, that we're not strong enough, and perhaps we wouldn't even want it, we simply might just give up. But when we keep focused in the tunnel, in the struggles, it means that we forget what lies behind and we strain towards the goal. With our eyes closed, we see the vision. Now God's just been encouraging me to be patient, to keep persevering, to keep trusting him for all that lies ahead and I hope that this will give you encouragement too. Good morning, I'm here with Jess and uh, this is the first time that she's fasted so I'm really excited to hear um, how her experience of fasting has been. So Jess, why don't you tell us what you did to fast? Yes, so I started off with the actual Daniel Fast diet which I thought wouldn't be a big challenge for me because I'm vegetarian already. Um, mostly vegan as well but um, it actually turned out to be a massive challenge um, then I also did social media um, no social media and also included in that was um, doing a bible plan every day instead of spending time on social media um, and also part of the Daniel Fast a big part of it for me was the no coffee because coffee plays a big part in my life <laughs> Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you really went for it. So first time fasting and you gave up some of the biggest things that most of us are addicted to. Um, I speak for myself about the coffee. So how did you find it? I mean, those first few days must have been carnage. Um, Yeah, so I was doing it with my mum, which made it a lot easier because um, we had each other to support each other um, and to make meals with each other and all of that um but it was massively challenging like I ended up feeling quite ill um and also grumpy just like miserable because it was just really hard to find foods that after like a week that were exciting Mm -hmm. um having the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. um so it was really challenging and um the coffee aspect especially Mm -hmm. um because I just I drink a lot of coffee and so not having that I really had to find um something else to rely on which in turn it's I found that to be God but it took a while to find (laughs) yeah it really does I mean the coffee thing I was surprised when I gave it up that how much of a habit it becomes it's the first thing you do in the morning often the last thing you have at night um and as you say eventually you get to the point where I've got to just rely on you but oh god that 
it's so hard to give it up it's so hard so um you said you get you gave up stuff but you also took up things like a bible reading plan so just share a little bit you know how what have you learned from god um through this time of sacrifice and obedience um so much like just reading the bible i last year i'd probably picked up my physical bible maybe twice which is appalling um but actually reading the physical bible you just see how like alive it is and doing um soaps every day just showed me um how god literally speaks to us um with what we're going through like specific things which is just amazing like something really big um every day that i'd then go through and pray about it um so yeah really big discoveries about myself brilliant and just going forward um i'm assuming you're looking forward to your first cup of coffee i'm very excited (laughs) there's some habits though and some of the things that you're going to take into the rest of the year yes i've discovered that um caffeinated coffee isn't good for me um health wise i've been so much better um and also a lot less anxious so i've realized that coffee makes me anxious and i really don't need to rely on it and i need to rely on god when i feel like i need a coffee to wake me up or whatever i just need god (laughs) absolutely brilliant oh jess thank you so much for sharing what you have that's so great Thank you to so many of you for getting in touch and sharing your story. This is just a glimpse of what God's been doing amongst us. So as we come to the end of our testimony time, I'm wondering, what's your story? What has God been doing in your life? If you were to be on film right now, what would you say about what you've given up, but what you have received from God? I'd love you to spend some time this week just recording what God's been doing. Let's not miss the moment. Let's not miss the words of life that he has for us. Spend some time reviewing perhaps today what God's been doing at the beginning of this year and encouraging you as well to pray. Lord, this is the beginning of this year. I want you to be right at the centre, the Lord of the dance. Let's pray uh, just for one another as we come to the end of our testimony time. Father God, thank you for what you've been doing amongst us. Thank you for what you've been doing in me. Thank you for giving me words of life at the beginning of this year. Help us all to live with you as the Lord of the dance, trusting you as the guide through our daily walk. Help us with the things that are good, And help us with the things that are hard. And may we walk into this year knowing that you go before us and that you are with us. So with grateful hearts, we thank you for what you've begun in us. And we're trusting you for what you're going to do immeasurably more in this year. In Jesus name. Amen. The Ipswich International Church have been on the Daniel Fast journey with us. We will hear a few testimonies of all that God has been doing with them. Hi everyone. Um, I just um, wanted to use this opportunity to to thank God for this time of um, Daniel fasting. It has been a blessing um, looking at the book of Galatians from chapter 1 to chapter 3. Um, one of the things that has 
stood out to me is um, the simplicity of the gospel. How, um, you know, the gospel is so very simple. Christ has paid the price for us. He died on the cross of Calvary. God raised him up from the dead. And that is what saves us. It's not our works. It's not our background. It's not anything that has to do with us. God was just so pleased to save us that he sent his son to down the cross of Calvary for us. And it is making me um, deepen my, my, my confidence, this assurance that um, my salvation has been fully paid for. And one other thing is um, the opportunity to spend time with, um, with our sons to um, explain our faith to them, making that contrast between um, what our faith is and what um, the law is. And it's interesting hearing them ask questions and, and being able to, to explain things to them. So those are the two things I want to give thanks for um, for this time of um, Daniel fasting. I'll now hand over to Tracy as he um, shares her experience with us. Hi, everyone. Um, I just want to give God thanks for this opportunity to share with you. Uh, Well, Daniel Fast 2021, I was in some ways struggling um, entering into the fast this year for different reasons. Um, For a start, fasting is always going to be a toughie right after enjoying all that lovely Christmas grub. Um, But I always try and welcome it. And and God's grace is is amazing. And um, but this year I also struggled um, because we're in lockdown. So I wouldn't be able to um, physically spend time with my family. And due to a family breakdown, um, I'm living on my own at this time. So, um, but nevertheless, I entered in fasting, lockdown and all with a prayer in my heart. Um, And just really my heart was that God would have his way in me through these three weeks, um, that he would um, just give me a deeper understanding of his word, that he would just um, stir me to pray, um, you know, a deeper place of prayer. And then I would just come out differently than when I entered. And um, as I spent time with him in the quietness, I just really enjoyed a new depth in my relationship with him. And, you know, I just daily asked that he would reveal and deal with um, anything in my heart that is not of him because I didn't want anything and I don't want anything um, to hinder or contaminate my walk with him. Um, and, you know, in retrospect, the fact that we are in a, a lockdown um, has, it has, in fact, been a blessing in a way because, you know, I've had the opportunity to spend so much more time with him. And through fasting, praying, reading his word, walking through Galatians together on the 6 a.m. prayer meeting, I just had that sense that Father's just really poured out his love and his revelation. And I just, I just have a new passion and a fresh zeal and an even deeper hunger um, for more of him and a deeper understanding that it is because of his grace that I can have a relationship with him. And I, I'm just blown away. And I can truly say with every ounce of my being that he is my everything. And 
just to top it all, there was an amazing breakthrough during this time as well. And God answered a prayer that has long been in my heart. Um, and he just made a way when it just seemed like there was no way. And I just, I just praise him and I just give him all the glory. And I thank him for his love and his grace and his faithfulness. Amen. Um, right, we're just going to pop right over to Maureen now um, as she just shares um, how the Daniel fast has been for her. Hi, everyone. Now, the last few weeks we've been going through this Daniel fast and journeying through Galatians, as has already been said. But I found it enlightening and challenging and refreshing. And what stood out to me the most in it is... Um, which you already knew, but it's just come afresh that it's through faith by grace. It's nothing that we can do or buy or say or be. It's only by grace through faith. And I, I just it just blows my mind that um, we're so blessed and it's so simple that we make sometimes make it so hard. And I just... Thank God for his grace in my life and many, many times he's shown his grace so much and I thank you that every day that grace is sufficient. So no matter what we face in every day, his grace is sufficient to take us through and that his promises are yea and amen. He would never break a promise and that is amazing because in this world, it's full of broken promises, which leads to broken lives. But I'm just so blessed and thankful that we have this six o'clock prayer meeting. We have the privilege of meeting together. I mean, I've been on shielding for nearly a year now. And, you know, it's hard on your own, but by God's grace... Every day we get through and we get up to the prayer meeting and it's wonderful to connect with our brothers and sisters and praise God and listen to his word. And I'm just so thankful for that. And it just reminded me of an old chorus that we used to sing. Only by grace can we enter. Only by grace can we stand. Not by our human endeavours, but by the blood of the Lamb. Into your presence you call us. And now by your grace, we come. I just say thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs>